Welcome back, everybody, to the Rooted in Logos podcast, episode number 80. My name is Brad. I am joined, as always, by my dear friend, Austin. Austin, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm pretty good. We actually have a couple... Well, one's a friend of the show. One's a guest of the show. But uh, also, one of them happens to be my wife. Just guess which one's which. One's which. So, Simon, <laughs> I, I guess I'm a friend. Yeah. Well, uh, no. You've been on enough. Yeah. yeah. I've been on enough. Yeah. yeah. I guess great. that makes me the wife. Yep. Th- this <laughs> one's my wife, Emily. You- Emily, say hi. Hi. So, we have finally, after 80 episodes of recording and talking about and her, talking about Emily, about she, is, she is here in the flesh. She exists. Yeah. First female. First female guest on the show. Well, no, we had your daughters on uh, true, once. True. First so, woman. First there you go. Really breaking there that glass ceiling. <laughs> no. So we're excited to have you guys on today, Simon and, and uh, Emily. And Simon was, you know, we've been hinting at him being on a little bit more often. Mm-hmm. And we just never brought him back. So we're going through this time. Just, you know, he's yeah. got a lot of going on in the month of December. So I specifically said, hey, I'd love to talk about First Timothy 1 with you all this week. And Brad said, well, we did lie on the last episode we because we're not talking about that. But you can still come on and talk about whatever. It wasn't a lie. It was a misunderstanding. Uh, well, just misremembering <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. what our plan was. So mm-hmm. uh, we are not doing First Timothy chapter 1. If you did read those uh, this week, uh, seven days in a row, read it seven more days in a row, and <laughs> then we'll talk about it. So read it for 14 days straight, and we will... Memorize it. Yeah, really memorize hope you it. understand it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So today, we're actually going to go through Advent, and we're mm-hmm. going to talk about you know what celebrating Christmas looks like, what it should look like. Emily and Austin have are going to kind of drive the ship today on the Advent conversation. They are, as a lot of you probably know, Austin is definitely a historical guy he he enjoys diving I into the history like the of history. things it's um, true i don't uh, <laughs> don't have a ton of knowledge on on advent and so i've done some digging some research but i know austin's research is going to way outdo mine so mm-hmm. austin and emily will drive this ship and kind of get into advent but first uh but just real quick before we get started two things one do us a favor jump on to our social medias subscribe on apple and give us a five-star review we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, we also have our Patreon.com slash Rooted in Logos. Please uh, feel free to jump on there and sponsor special content, possibly starting in January. Yes. Are we on so Truth Social yet? <laughs> we are not on Truth Social. It feels like that's I don't even know what that is. It feels like that's where most of our crowd would be at this point. I mean... I don't, I've never even heard of it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's true. I don't know either. I don't know if that's true. Uh, that's apparently the one that Trump started, and it's, uh, uh, yeah, you know, that's the one. Well, there's also other started. ones like uh, not Rumble, but uh, Gab, Gab, oh. yeah. Gab. We're missing. We we are not able to reach a whole ton of people because Brad's not willing to run ten social media sites, and Shut none of them doing great at three. And none of the rest <laughs> of us are willing to run one. So yeah, well. Anyway, do that for us. Jump on there. We uh, have some plans in for some special content for Patreon. We have also plans for the money that you donate for us, uh, including uh, preventing me from having to hold a microphone when we have four people on, because that is what's happening today. Is I am holding one. What is your crockpot's ready? Oh, congrats! <laughs> no. 
wants to do it again. There we go. All right. So, supposed to have a Thanksgiving meal with my eighteen sixteen crew tonight. Uh, um, and after I actually cut up all the cheese and put everything in the crock pot and hit start, about five minutes later, I got a text saying, "Hey, we're gonna take a rain check." And so, oh no, <laughs> cheese sauce ready to go uh, for the party that we're not having. It'll be great tonight. So, yeah, how do you make food? For a company that makes such great food and like not feeling out, I was thinking about. That. Yeah, so I thought about. No that. offense. No, I know. No, I'm with you. I actually, had this discussion with a colleague of mine the other night. We were at work and just kind of talking. I said, "Yeah, I'm going to go to the Thanksgiving thing," and I said, "I brought enough stuff to make mac and cheese, and I don't need this much mac and cheese, so I might make that, but I really don't want Scott to taste it, uh, eat it." <laughs> <laughs> but he he assured me. He said, "If it's free, I'm good." So huh. I'm like, all right. Oh, that's a good life philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Anyway. Uh, next thing is I just want to ask real quick. We are uh, going to have this episode out on December what? First? Should be. What is or it should day? come out. It will come out in November. It should be right before December. That's why we're doing it this mm-hmm. week. Yeah. That's right. November 30th. Yes. Yeah. So this will come out. Today is November 30th. Actually, today is November 27th, but it'll be out November 30th. And... We are going to be right in the middle of Christmas, and my tree is partially... It's on the couch. It's not quite up yet, because I'm missing a couple of feet, so i got to figure out how to fix this I, I picked on you for it, but ours is still sitting outside, so yeah. soaking wet. Our tree is still in the ground somewhere. We will, <laughs> we will go to the farm, and we will chop it down with a hatchet and bring it home someday. So, so to, to start off the spirit of holiday season... Two questions for the table. Mm-hmm. Favorite Christmas song, favorite Christmas movie. Oh my goodness. And then we're going to dive into Advent. So I'll let whoever... Uh, we'll go ladies first, Emily. Oh, good. Go first. I was hoping. I love my recorded voice, by the way. So huh. We all do. Just kidding. Love our own, so. <laughs> it's the worst. So sorry, everybody. Um, God rest you, Mary Gentlemen, is my favorite. I don't know if that's like Baumgartel approved or not. But... It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> And Christmas movie? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Favorite Christmas song will be Did You Hear Bells on Christmas Day by Dwight Loop. <laughs> that'd be my dad. My dad wrote a Christmas song. It just so happens to be my favorite, favorite Christmas song. Wow. I know. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's fully serious. He really likes I, it. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. And then favorite Christmas movie. Oh, goodness. Do you guys not watch Christmas movies, or is it no, we watch too it. many to we choose a favorite? We watch a bit. I feel like most of them are mediocre. Yeah. That's true. So, so to, to pick your favorite, I'm like... Okay, how, so I know our my favorite Christmas time movie. It's not a Christmas movie, but we just, in our house, we count it as a Christmas oh. movie, and that is Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, they have that span yeah. of Christmas time It's and winter, winter for a while, yeah. It's I true. was in that play. It's true. Yes, I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I missed it. Isn't that just your favorite movie? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I mean, it's in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, we don't want to get into that. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe A Wonderful Life okay. as a Christmas movie. Kind of has a Seven Brides for Seven Brothers thing where yeah. it's like barely a Christmas movie. Right. But it's like become a Christmas movie because like 15 minutes takes place during Christmas. Right. Which is my hot take. But then, honestly, it's been it's been forming into, and not just because it actually is my favorite. We're just so You're tired of it. <laughs> it's the new, the newer Grinch movie with Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> really? Yeah. So the the kids love it. 
Love it. And it it is pretty funny. It's actually one of the only modern movies that is not complete trash. Garbage. Wow. Where they like have redone it and it, they did okay. Yeah, it was actually pretty Have, pretty have you all seen the new uh, Will Ferrell <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds uh, Christmas Carol? No. Is it good? Oh, no, I haven't watched it. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's out there. So yeah, that's, that's cool because we need another Christmas Carol. Movie. We need another movie. We needed with Will another Ferrell, one for sure. <laughs> Not Speaking of Will Ferrell, favorite Christmas movie is Elf. Figured, okay. yeah, I, yeah. Pretty sure I, I put money on that one. Uh, yeah, I think Elf is a Christmas thing that you can do year round. Um, <laughs> also, giving me presents is a Christmas thing you can do year round. Uh, those two things. Uh, favorite Christmas song. I'm kind of the inverse of like Elf is a great movie, and then like. I think Christmas songs are all pretty mediocre. Uh, like I like, like secular Christmas songs or like uh, like actual <laughs> all real of them, Christmas. All of them. <laughs> I'm like they're fine. Uh, I I really like um, how many kings. I think that's an. I think like Elf. That's a song that you could do year round. That like got lumped into Christmas. It yes. doesn't have like the jingle bells and stuff. But I think how many kings is really great. Yeah, I like that it comes yeah. comes around on Christmas. So those are my two picks. I also really like any Mariah Carey Christmas song. Yeah. Yes. I'm the guy. Let's at, just be honest. I'm about the it. guy yeah. at the store that hits replay on it. <laughs> Listen, my it's kids great. don't like her, yeah. they and don't. I'm like, what you? It's, what? Like great. I get quality, not there. You know, catchiness though. Yeah, it's there. It's nostalgia there. is there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, Brad. Favorites. You asked the question. I did. Okay, so you stole my Christmas song. Uh, How Many oh. Kings? Uh, I thought you were going to say All Mariah Carey. No, it, it, it's <laughs> for the fact that, A, it's it's a really well-written song. Mm-hmm. It's just a great song. How Many Kings by Down Here, name of the band. D- yes, thank you. Oh, I was okay. trying to think of the um, name. Yeah. <laughs> Lead singer named Mark Martell, who is now mm-hmm. like the queen guy. He's incredible. But I like it because it doesn't sound like a Christmas song. Because yeah. as I've stated multiple <laughs> times, I do not like Christmas music as a mm-hmm. general rule. Even I, I know it is. There's a little bah humbug there, especially like the secular stuff. Don't worry, we're gonna fix it. But <laughs> even the even the Christian songs that have good theology and good words and good lyrics, I'm just like, meh. Yeah. And what about the Still Christian the songs quality. that have bad theology, like Little Drummer Boy? The ones we play a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like like most of those songs like don't represent anything that happened for Christmas, and then because the songs are so popular, they're just mixed into it, Christian lore. It's it, true. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's also a little annoying too with your movie pick that you picked Elf because it feels like we're almost the same person, and, and Elf is up there, so it's probably tied for first with Christmas Vacation. Right. So, you know, I'm going to go Christmas Vacation, so I'm not exactly the same as Simon. Because Brad, it just sounds you like know, you have great taste. I do have good taste. Yeah. it's true. It's true. Definitely. But no, what I got so from that. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> totally. Now, am I the only one at this table that has seen Christmas Vacation? Yes, I have to see it. I think it's you homework. do have to see it. Yeah. It is it is part of your homework. Yeah, for the near future, I'll watch it but. at some point. <laughs> All right. Anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. Have a little icebreaker. Have a little fun, just to kind of get us started before we get into our serious topic. Uh, I will say, I asked the movie question because uh, we will be doing a Christmas movie bracket uh, before Christmas comes out. I believe oh, it's going to be Simon and Carter and myself. Are going to jump on there, Austin? You're welcome to jump oh, on. Oh, thanks. Appreciate my it. Guess, well, we've talked Appreciate about this. There, my bud. guess is you haven't seen any of them. <laughs> Christmas movies? Yeah, we've seen a whole bunch of Christmas movies. What are you talking about? He'll okay. have to re- he'll have to rewrite our bracket because his favorite Christmas movie isn't in consideration. That is true. Right it's now. not on the bracket. So, but 
Yeah. And, and we'll see what yeah. happens there. <laughs> We'd love to have Austin on yeah. for sure. Oh, cool. cool, cool, cool. No, stop it. No, don't even act like that because we <laughs> talked about this before you stop it. Anyway, uh, so that's kind of what, what we're playing and just to have some fun with that episode. And it'll be a bonus episode. It won't it won't take the place of our first Timothy study. It won't take the place of any of our other topics that we're going to do. It's just going to be kind of Patreonic subscribers. Well, I have two. Right. Um, so. <laughs> you got to quit saying that. You're not advertising very well. That's true. That's true. Not, that might be why we're not. Two hundred. We got two hundred patrons. Yeah, we, need to. we have such a stable rate of Patreon subscribers. <laughs> you should join the big group. Join of the mob. Already. Yeah, join now before yeah. all of the seats are taken. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so give some appeal. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so it will be a bonus episode. Just a little something extra, and and it'll be bonus. Kind of fun. But. Today, topic at hand is Advent. I believe yes. does Advent start today? <clears throat> D- well, I've seen online where it says depends oh. on who you are. You version sent out the Advent uh, Christmas reading plan. If anyone saw it, so I thought it started today. I thought it was great timing. Apparently mm-hmm. not. <laughs> well, we'll get into that <laughs> here. Uh, so let's dive into Advent. Let's start yeah. with what it is and kind of the history and. Austin Emily, take take it away. Well, actually, side note, we're actually not doing too crazy history. Well, we're just hitting on some stuff, but really, it's practicality. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Advent, what is it? Um, the the word Advent is it's coming, either the arrival of a person, a thing, or an event. So we are coming at this from the presupposition of people who celebrate it. You know, people who actually do the Advent season. Um, not necessarily talking to the people who are full bore but if you know what advent is if you you know what the arrival is for uh basically we're, we're talking to that whose arrival whose arrival exactly i will say my no, that's advent. A question <laughs> oh fill yeah. us in okay sorry no, yeah i was so. gonna say my advent experience has been the little calendar that you poke a hole in and there's a piece of chocolate inside yes that's about <laughs> that's about the extent of my Advent celebration or Advent proper. Yeah. Modern, modern. We can do better. Yes. Much better. <laughs> much better. So, yes, the arrival of Jesus Christ, of our Savior, of our King. Um, it is the, the this time of season. Now, traditionally, looking back when Advent first started, we're probably looking at like fourth or fifth, um, fourth mm-hmm. or fifth century. Um, nobody's quite sure on exactly when it started. But as it got started, it, it started building momentum within the Catholic Church. Not just Roman Catholic, but big C Catholic as in universal church. And the purpose being was, we are devoting this time to preparing ourselves. Uh, traditionally, the first half, they would do penance. Repentance, penance, um, doing your fasting, preparing for that. The second half would be more geared towards the looking ahead. Um, now today's day and age, it is just that it's poke, poke, poke through the, the advent calendar, eat your chocolate, read, read the little, the little bit and go yeah. on, on with your day. We're looking at something that's a little bit more, meaty. uh, meaty. Yeah. That has substance. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as we've talked about, we, we do Passover and we go all out. We celebrate Passover and we do the Seder meal. And looking at the purpose of the Seder meal, predominantly it's for kids. 
It's for getting them involved. It's for piquing their interest. It's for using symbols to show that way as they're learning, it's easier to remember and keep it in their mind. Same thing with Advent. Advent was put together predominantly the same way, using these things like like the candles, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, but using it so that it grasps the attention of kids. And it just so happens to work with adults, too, because we work the same way. And most of us are first generation trying to learn these things and yeah. get back to these skills that we've lost or we've tried to push away because of the connection with the Catholic Church. As yes. Protestants yeah. were like, get rid of it. If it's, if it's Catholic, thing, it's evil. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, it, this was reminding me of, like, Catholics have Lent. And, like, my, mm-hmm. my mom always had us, like, pick a fast for 40 days and... Uh, as an adult, like my family's gotten back to doing Lent, uh, just because it's like fasting isn't bad. Like that's right. not that's not bad to do. And like I love the build up towards a holiday. I love the build up towards Easter. So having a build up towards Christmas, where you're kind of celebrating this and reminding yourself of this all the time, sounds awesome. Exactly. And I was just reflecting on the way over here. I was like, as a kid, my parents did a great job of keeping Christ at the center of Christmas. And then as a teenager, young adult, adult, we've never done that. Uh, I've never done that because like I'm an adult. It's it's whatever. You go to Christmas parties, you hang out, mm-hmm. you get Christmas presents and you go to a Christmas Eve service. And that's something I've really noticed. I'm like, okay, now that I'm a parent, it'd be great yeah. to start getting back to that. So I love the idea of, and it's very kid focused, but it's like you, that you should be focused on your kids celebrating oh, Christmas yeah. the right way. Well, and it's just an opportunity for service in in just providing that joy, that opportunity mm-hmm. for joy for kids, but mm-hmm. but for grandparents, for your parents, for yourself, you know, yeah. it's a it's an opportunity for you to learn some disciplines that you wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily use otherwise. So yeah, piggybacking off of Emily, looking at the way we are presenting this to to our kids, and I'm we're excited too. The the way we are um, getting ready for this, um, we're excited to go through all of it, and one of it is that. The scripture, I can't remember what it is, but it's it's winning the heart of your children. Mm. Um, as the father, as the mother, you to win the heart of your children. Basically, I, I believe it's in Proverbs. It's yeah, the, so. the the father asking the son, give me your heart. And that's this is one of the ways we believe that we can do that. And so Advent being the coming of the king, that is what it is. Uh, what is it for? So the whole Advent season, yes... The king is coming, but we're preparing ourselves to receive the king. One, the king has already come. We get to tell our children about it, and, and that's where that comes in. But we're also preparing for the second coming. It's Advent. It's the it is the the arrival of a person of the king, and he's coming back. So we're taking this time to not only talk about the birth of Christ, which is very very important, and we need to emphasize, especially as Christians. But we also need to emphasize the second coming of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so as we spend the next, you know, 25 days, um, Emily and I, we do December 1st. We do December 1st through uh, December 25th. What a novel idea, celebrating Christmas December 1st through December 25th. (laughs) Exactly. I love it. (laughs) I mean, we really start celebrating yeah. The day after Thanksgiving. But, no. But we don't true. start we do. truly like all of our Advent activities yeah. and learning yeah. stuff. We give ourselves a little bit of a rest. <laughs> a little bit of rest. Because Thanksgiving is very big too, which yes. which we've, we've talked about as well. There are going to be things that are going to be very easy to talk about in this this 
episode, but we are going to save it for our Christmas episode. So if it seems like we've stopped abruptly on certain things, don't worry. We're going to pick them up in a later episode. To be continued. To be continued. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have nothing to add to that. Well, I'm sorry. You brought it real close, and I'm like, it's helpful. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, we're preparing ourselves to receive the king, uh, the first and the second coming. Uh, making the world know that the king is here, he will return, and as Christians, we're taking dominion. This as a, this Christmas season, this this whole portion, as Christians, we're taking dominion over all of it. As in, this is the time we are celebrating of the king and his coming, and everyone's going to know about it. Christmas time is it should be huge for evangelism, reaching people all over the world with the things that are going on. And even with secular people, I mean, okay, we were just talking about the pentatonics, okay? They're supposed to be this, I guess they were rated the world's greatest acapella group. Yeah, I just heard I don't, that. I, I don't like, get that. It's fine. Really? <clears throat> but they do. Do you have a more important acapella group? <laughs> Listen, no, there it are just better. seems wow. there are better. like there should be. But, I mean, but they are good. They do they have much talent. The Bard and Bellas, they're okay, right? Not a pitch perfect reference. It was, it was a pitch perfect. Way to bring us down, man. <laughs> anyway, acapella fights. Who is your favorite band? Golly. No, so well, I only know the pentatonic. Exactly. That's why I'm like, why are you guys so? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, so now the the songs that they sing, you know, it, very very rich songs. God rest you, very merry gentlemen. Uh, saving us from the power of Satan, you know these lyrics, and they're they're singing it beautifully, but they don't believe it. They mm-hmm. they no. they have no stock in it, but they hate it. They hate actually. it. Yeah. Well, they're yeah, their body hate it. Their 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 flesh hates it. But God is using that, spreading His mm-hmm. word throughout the entire world, and even secular people who like the pentatonics are listening to these words, and it, it's seasonal, so. I mean, some people may listen to it all year round. That's cool. Whatever. I, I don't. But as it comes out and it's playing on the radio, there's like 20 stations playing these songs. We have five on our on our yeah. thing so that our, our kids love Christmas music. That's beside the point. <laughs> but it's out there. They're listening to it. So mm-hmm. it should be such a major evangelistic time of year that a lot of people should be coming to Christ at this time. Yeah. Well, and most of the secular world, <clears throat> they know at a very basic level, what we're celebrating when we celebrate Christmas. Yes. I mean, most of them even have like a nativity set somewhere, even though they've never set foot in a church. So, uh, or they're the the types that step foot in church on Christmas. Christmas. On Christmas. Those are the, those people. It's an easy time to invite friends at Christmas. It's like part of like, maybe a secular person's like holiday traditions to go to a church service. Cause like, that's just something that you do. Or their grandma. We open the presents after the church service. Um, <laughs> recently, uh, my wife and I had a lot of time on our hands and we're stuck in a spot. And we watched the new holiday special, Guardians of the Galaxy. Did you all know they were what? releasing that? Yeah. The that 40 minute, thing, it's a 40 minute special of them kidnapping Kevin Bacon and uh, bringing him to Chris <laughs> Pratt for Christmas. Spoilers, by the way, maybe for that movie. Watch the trailer. It's all in there. Uh, but even in this what? holiday special, <laughs> I've never heard of this. <laughs> you should really 
watch trailers for things. Interesting. Don't, yeah. We don't uh, watch things. It will, we don't watch things. <laughs> it might actually be on the bracket, by the way. It's pr- it's very good. Um, but even in this like really dumb holiday special, Drax and Manta, two of the Avengers, like stop in this Christmas montage and look down at this manger on the street right. and like like the symbolism of christianity is just always going to be wrapped up into christmas and it was like they didn't comment they didn't make a joke there was like even like a, a hint of reverence in it of like mm. and then and then they just moved on and i'm like that was such a weird thing but it's like secular people james gunn this very secular director who wrote this christmas special is like well, yeah, like it's Christmas. We should probably like mm-hmm. recognize reference Jesus it at and, least once. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. So it's like really weird that secular people note this that what Christmas is about. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's a good time to debunk a little bit of the pagan root argument. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Do you want to kick us off with that one? Oh, I don't know. I get a little too heated on that one. <laughs> get it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> we gave you a microphone for a okay, reason. Okay, listen. Well, and I'll go ahead and preface it by saying we've kind of explored different sides of this whole topic. And so we've had years where we were more on one side than the other. But you've got a big portion of Christians now that are very against Christmas because of its supposed pagan roots. And... Um, Which we're I, we're putting a little pin in because yeah we're, we're not going to talk about, about it later a whole lot. but yeah yeah <laughs> but my my main thing that I just want to say is that pagans don't own the days God owns the day <laughs> so even if you take a day that had originally had some holiday for some pagans and you make it into your own holiday of something good that does not negate your own holiday <laughs> mm-hmm. so you know people will talk about Saturnalia and all these different things but. It comes down to the fact that we have recovered that day pretty, have, su- pretty successfully, really. We've conquered yeah. that day. Yeah, yeah absolutely. we have taken dominion over that day, and we have made it, we have shown that it is God's day, mm-hmm. and that the For- pa- pagans in the secular world don't have the power over any day, and that mm-hmm. we can restore any of them. For example, Christmas trees, which we will also talk about on Christmas Day, so tune in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it. It's one, those who are completely saying we're not going to have anything to do with it or the other side of them completely turning it into something that it's not, you know, heading towards the the Santas, um, doing things that on the secular side, on the secular side, but Christians are doing them as well, which Santa, we will also talk about on the Christmas episode. episode. (laughs) Advent. We're yes. talking about Advent. Yes. There are but so many like things. I'm so excited to yeah, hear it. Amon. There's a lot of <laughs> there. There is so much to yeah. this, even just on the pagan mm-hmm. argument. But I feel like just yeah. on a basic level, just remember that the pagans don't own a day. Yeah. So if we've mm-hmm. recovered it, just be joyful in that. Let's not let's it's not a, go back because we can yeah. also make it just such a miserable, solemn time. Yes. And you see a lot of Christians that are doing that now. They're like, no, no tree, no presents, yeah. no fun. We're just gonna sit at home and. You know, mm-hmm. nothing. Like, it's it's just a so great sad. mindset for like God's about redeeming things, yeah. like mm-hmm. and, and and winning. God's about winning, and so like like 
conceding Christmas to paganism and saying, just let them have that whole day. Let them have the whole month. Don't listen to your radio. Don't look at lights. Like, what a loser mentality. Like, I don't know. Even going going further than that. It's like, okay, say the pagans have been celebrating this day Mm -hmm. since... I don't know. Forever. Uh, forever, forever, whatever. Yeah. For as much as we've been recording time. Okay. Well, what does scripture say about Christ being predestined, being foreknown to be born this day? <laughs> right. Before the foundations of the earth were even thought of, he was going to come to earth on this day for this purpose. And the whole reason and the purpose for everything is what? Christ. Well, and regardless of when he was actually born, because, right. you know, we right. don't. We'll know exactly when he was born, mm-hmm. but the early church fathers have set aside a day, and it has been passed along pretty well throughout mm-hmm. history. So, just go with it. Why? <laughs> why, why would you celebrate fight that it out? regardless? Yeah. Might as well do it when everybody else is celebrating it. By the way, we're taking back Halloween too. We already we're did. going for Reformation. it. Reformation. Reformation. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're taking the masks. We're gonna have costumes with Reformation Day next. <laughs> That'll be great. Then you are just con- you're like no, no, no. We're winning it. it. We're winning it. No, let's do costumes then you're just in April. No, no, no. We're taking costumes it. in yeah, April. Yeah, no, no. no like we're that. taking no, it. No, no. <laughs> uh, so anyway. we're laying out a battle plan. We're taking costumes. All right, half of us are. <laughs> Look, okay. We're all for like costume balls and doing and, stuff like that and battles yeah <laughs> well, like pick a day in okay pick a day in february pick a day in july whatever dress up cool nah, we're taking back halloween no <laughs> no we're not not unrooted in logan all right anyway <laughs> anyway so <laughs> practicality or no we're, we're still we're still talking about other stuff i don't know what we're talking about <laughs> debunking myths and stuff i'm sorry oh no one. no i think that's good until we talk about christmas yeah maybe. that's right because yeah. christmas there's just we so have much lot. more to get we to <laughs> So no, yeah, we're gonna talk about practicality, talking about what it what it actually is when you are celebrating Advent, what it looks like, and especially as a parent or yeah. a grandparent, um, because again, this is your opportunity for service, selfless service, and your opportunity for many other um, godly characteristics yes. like showing grace and mm-hmm. generosity and just all of those kinds of things. Yeah. So at the Loop household, which th- this is a newer thing, yeah, within the past couple of years, just getting more into Advent a- as we've looked at the history of as we've looked at everything and being yeah we implement more every, every year. year yeah well just like Passover yeah we do the same thing yeah the um, more we learn the more we adjust and, yeah. yeah we are fully convinced that yes. it is what we need to do so. As we will start on December 1st, I mean, we, we've started to do Advent stuff. We're, we've started to do small gifts here and there. What we'll start doing December 1st is starting our actual Advent reading. Um, so the way it's set up is traditionally you have it's four candles, four candles you light with, with a fifth, and you do it on the four Sundays of December. Now, it's pretty cool because the fourth Sunday is on Christmas. Christmas Day. Yeah, which yeah. is why why some people start their Advent today. Right. Well, whatever, the 27th. Yeah, <laughs> because, well, November, the day we're recording because, is the 27th. Right, because yeah. they do it and they wouldn't count Christmas Day. But right. we think it's an even cooler opportunity to count mm. Christmas Day. Yes. So that's why we're doing it that way. That's cool. Yeah. So what I'm going to be doing is every day for the next 25 days starting December 1st, I we will have our scripture reading every evening as we do our family Bible time, but it's going to be focused. 
Um, we're we're going to take a break from First Peter, which we've been in for the past like. <laughs> You've gotten through like three verses over the past. Three I've gotten months. through a chapter. <laughs> I've gotten through a chapter. That seems about like four okay. months. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Is this what you do to Bible studies? You you like slow them down. You're like, no, no, no. Let's get back to this. You're is talking it. about <laughs> this is a two year old. And a four-year-old and a six-year-old. So we go so. one verse at a time. <laughs> it's a big book. It is. It is. So the first week, um, we're going to be talking about hope. So the four candles, the, the four main topics of Advent is hope, love, joy, and peace. Uh, the first week, we will light the candle, and it's the candle of hope. Uh, we, we actually, we have uh, candles that are being, we, we've ordered depending on how traditional versus whatnot we ours are going to be colored um that we're way doing tra- traditional advent colors yeah, traditional are, advent colors um, yes more the catholic side of things yeah. but but they all have good symbolism and for us you know the main point is to get things to stick using all the kids senses yeah. yes. you know you want those different visual reminders you want the smells the tastes the t- you know all of that so we're trying to Implement that as much as possible just to really drive it home. Yes. So starting December 1st, I will start our reading. And every night of that week, I'm going to be picking a prophecy and a fulfillment of that prophecy about Christ. Um, to, for, for example, the prophecy Genesis 12, 3, nations will be blessed through you. And that fulfillment being in Acts 3, 25 through 26. So Genesis chapter 12, verse 3. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And then the fulfillment of that prophecy. So Acts chapter 3, verse 25 through 26. You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your fathers, saying to Abraham... And in your offspring shall the families of the earth be blessed. God, having raised up his servant, sent him to you first to bless you by turning every one of you from your wickedness. So what I will do is I will read that and then I just have a discussion with my children. What does that mean? What is this? Where does our hope come from? Where does it reside? And for that whole week, hope is the conversation. Hmm. And towards the end, we'll, we'll just take everything we've learned do the broad scope of hope and really hammer home on Christ. Christ is our hope. Yeah. And then the next week we will light the next candle of love and Faith, we, depending on who you are. That's true. <laughs> who um, are you all? Both. Both. <laughs> any time there's multiple, a lot of times we go We'll both. do both. Okay. <laughs> we go over rather than okay. under. But then the hard part is so faith, hope and love. Right. Which one's greater? Love. A love. Which we talked about that's earlier answer. today. <laughs> Some people put the peace and love one together. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's just, so we kind of customize a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that is the cool part. But that we is, try to stick with, you know, yes. as much tradition as there is, uh, as long as it's good and biblical tradition. Right. Tradition is good. Yeah. I know that's unpopular in modern, <laughs> in the but, modern okay, church. You say that, but. That's a whole topic on its own. <laughs> you're, you're right. But you say that, but even as Americans. We have traditions that we, we have keep. so many traditions, but we so don't count them as traditions. But we don't count them as traditions, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what's a huge tradition for Thanksgiving? Turkey, turkey, eating and football, so much right? food. But I mean, they ate Man, turkeys. Football is so great. At the well, they did but, Thanksgiving, but, so it makes sense. But yeah, but yeah. I mean, it is a tradition. There are people, and, and a lot of people, who say 
it is not a real Thanksgiving if we don't have the turkey. Right. It's not a real, you know what I mean? Yep. Just so we are expect. a traditional people. We mm-hmm. like right. traditions. So as a church, why don't we embrace that subject? I guess cause because we are so Protestant yeah. that no, we right. can't even, if there's any hint of anything we could possibly conflate with Catholicism, we're like, <laughs> it's got to go. Right. No, yeah. we can't be a part of that. Even if it's biblical, we're like, nope, mm-hmm. they, they confess. Well, we can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not yeah. biblical. <laughs> but it is. So, you know. Yeah, I love having Emily on here. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm really going to be working on my sarcasm. So just, no, like, I'm all, I'm all about raise your it. hand if I... Give me yeah. a buzzer. No, Anytime I'm being sarcastic, just, <laughs> just wait for the Christmas Shoot me episode. down. I love... I mean, I'm a big tradition guy. I like I like good traditional stuff. So, But I also like, I also like modern stuff. I'm like, just give me, give me something good. Like, is it traditional? Right. I don't care. Is it modern? I don't care. Get, make it good. Make it meaningful, purposeful. For me, if it yeah. has purpose, if mm-hmm. it has a good mm-hmm. biblical foundation, yeah. then don't don't mm-hmm. rip up the landmarks yeah. yes. of our fathers, basically. Well, right. is yeah, my number thought. one, if it's biblical. Number two, mm-hmm. if it's not biblical, but it's not anti-biblical. anti-biblical. Right. If it's extra yeah. biblical. As long as it goes with it and it is purposeful, mm-hmm. it, it can be a good thing. Yeah. I think churches have gotten closer to let's get back to some of the traditional stuff, especially as more Catholics are coming into these Protestant churches. Yes. I think I think the Catholics and then like the leadership of those churches are coming together and being like, I would love if you guys did like that stuff that I grew up on. So I just I just think that some of that comes back. Right. But well, yeah, I have what, I do feel like there is a shift, mm-hmm. and I'm really hoping that it keeps going, and yeah. that yeah. Christians start caring about beautiful things again and yes. <laughs> important yeah. things, and you know, just lifestyle building things. non-practical buildings as churches. Yeah, mean, that don't look and, like warehouses. And nailing uh-huh. the chair, nailing all the chairs down to the floor so that you can't move them. <laughs> but having a nice comfy spot to kneel. That's useful. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've never once been Catholic in my life, but that why do pews with, you know, knee slot things have to be Catholic? <laughs> right, it's true. Yeah. That's what true. are those called? Kneelers? Oh, yeah. Kneelings? Yeah. Okay, I'll look it up later. <laughs> to our Catholic viewers, please email us yeah. with all these answers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no it, I'm saying recover some of recovery. your Catholic biblical things so Mm -hmm. i'm for you because a lot of them were good a lot of them were steeped in scripture and yeah just because it might be catholic or originate catholic doesn't mean we have to hate it yeah it's not all bad (laughs) and like you're saying simon about how it seems like things are starting to come back to that Mm -hmm. and a lot of it i think is because of our generation or the one generation above us that started seeing all this started digging into it being like why aren't we doing this anymore right yeah and so it is cool. It is cool mm-hmm. to be able to see this this turn back to these things. Well, yeah. you've seen a lot of people, especially in our generation, opening their own Bibles. And once you can see these things in Scripture and you're like, oh, so exactly like you said, why did we stop doing this? Why are mm-hmm. we not doing this? You know, it's like they start thinking on their own mm-hmm. instead of just like what they're used to, like a modern church would do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So... Kind of, kind of fin- finishing up. Yeah, the the week two being love. I will. I'll basically do the same thing. I'm picking out prophecies and their fulfillments that have to do with love or faith. Uh, the third week, we will light the candle of joy, and we'll which be... is pink. Which is Yay. pink. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. So why? Why is it pink, baby? Well, pink 
is just what the Catholics decided was a good color for joy. <laughs> that was the liturgical color yeah. representing joy. And mm -hmm. so because of that, that's just kind of how it works. Just like the other ones are violet. And then my favorite is white. Mm -hmm. The last one. The last one. Peace. Well, not yeah. that one. That one's not white. <laughs> that one's just purple. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The Peace one representing purple. Christ. Oh, the fifth on, one. Yes. Um, yeah. I almost said New Year's Eve. What is it called? Oh, Christmas, Christmas Eve. <laughs> Christmas, Eve. <laughs> Christmas Eve. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So the fourth one, we light the fourth, um, will be Christmas Day. But before we light the fourth this year, on Christmas Eve, we'll light, we'll light the fifth one, which... <laughs> quit it. The fifth one, which is the white candle, which will be the the symbolism of Christ. So, the, so this year, because Christmas is on a Sunday... Your fifth one will be lit before the fourth one. Correct. Yes. Correct. Okay. And and I know a lot of people are just based on tradition are not going to do that and not going to like it. But for me, I'm like, that makes sense. I think it it's makes cool. more sense. Because I as so you cool. light the fifth one. Peace. Christmas Eve. Or no. Or, as you sorry. light <laughs> Christ. Christ, the light of the world coming into the darkest time. The darkest White part candle. of the world. This, the, the, yeah. the winter solstice. And as morning dawns, we light the fourth being peace, because as Christ, the light of the world came in, light of the world came into the world, he was bringing peace, goodwill towards men. Prince of peace. Prince of peace. Yeah. So, and then we will, and that that week leading up to, we'll we'll be talking about it as well. But well, and and even just again on more of a practical level, I mean, so when we do this, like. I know a lot of people that don't do this. They're like, "So what do you do? You just like walk in there and light a candle light it and, and walk turn away. and leave." Like, well, no, we nope. we sing songs. You have five lit <laughs> candles around your seven kids in your in your RV. Like, Our one year old. <laughs> we don't have seven candles. kids yet, Simon. Okay. <laughs> we stopped counting. We just say a That's random true. number anymore. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The names yeah. are hard too. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> number three, get back here. <laughs> nope. I wouldn't be able to I would not be able to do numbers either. They're so close. <laughs> like I don't know. You. Whoever's closest. Yeah. Hey, 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 you, you. Yeah. No, that's that's terrible. Yeah. yeah, this is a good point. How do you keep the, these candles safe throughout the throughout the week? Do you okay, light them Okay, We do all not all leave them. You don't lit. leave them lit. This is great. We do this not leave them hear. lit in our no. little camper. Yeah. I was like fearful for you all for a second. <laughs> so so one of the other cool things for parents, um, you know, because the candles go in a wreath, which is mm -hmm. also a fire hazard. <laughs> but it's, it's a it's a cool fire hazard, <laughs> and it's a really useful teaching tool. Yeah. So, so for us, one of our Advent activities that we're going to do before next Sunday will be creating our Advent wreath, and mm -hmm. part there's symbolism in each type of greenery, like holly and. Ever, evergreen yeah i was gonna say i don't, I don't remember evergreen i have it written down purposeful. i don't know it off the top mm -hmm. of my head but yeah and so even the pine cones like you're supposed to put pine cones in there. everything has a symbolic meaning and again yeah you don't have to do that but for kids it really helps having things that have meaning because and one, things it, that they can help and with. it adds fun yes yeah. so we're going to be talking about that and talking about the fact that a wreath mm -hmm. is never ending and yeah. you know those kinds of things and stuff that can really reach younger kids mm -hmm. And kind of 
you know, leave those memories. I mean, that's how they learn. Exactly. They learn through visual. They learn through engaging all the senses. Yes. Yes. They don't learn by sitting there and reading something necessarily. Right. That's why they're lectured at constantly. There's lots of baking. And and, Mm -hmm. and so on just the mom side of Advent, you know, he's going to be doing a lot of the teaching, which side note, if you don't have a husband that's willing to do that, if you're a lady and you don't have a husband that's willing to do that, just pray that he will. Because... Because God just, he does those kinds of things. And he will give you a husband. He sure does. <laughs> he has done that for us mm-hmm. and just really sparked that in Austin. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, because I, yeah, I used to be the one that was like really into all the Advent stuff and mm-hmm. making sure we had daily readings and all that. So right. for the moms, you get to pick oh. cool activities and things mm-hmm. that are fun to do. Um, Brad? What? I was just yeah, going to ask Brad. Was. Just going to throw this to Brad. Do you think our like Scrooge mentality of like Christmas is during like a week or like maybe a month of December comes from the fact we don't have like four kids, four or five kids? Well, it could, like, it could be that, or it could just be we haven't had this tradition growing up. Right, okay, I think yeah. I think that's but, a lot of what it mm-hmm. is, and that's something that for me, that's kind of my mission, even mm-hmm. just on this podcast, is to kind of give that visual of yeah. why it matters, why it's important, yes. why Christians should care about stuff. Because yeah. you're like why putting sh- pine cones on, on something <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to do that. But I could imagine like if I had like some little kids being like, you have a little kid. Put, well, I, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> next year you'll be able to do tons exactly. of stuff. And, and this is great to like start thinking about yes. how, how my, me and my wife are going to celebrate this because I want to be meaningful in my holidays. But it's like, I can't imagine wanting to put pine cones on a reef, but I can imagine <laughs> wanting to do crafts with my kids as they get older right. that make things meaningful. And let me but just say, that, no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No. Go ahead. Okay. But, but something that's fun is you you entertain people. You have people mm-hmm. in your home. So even yeah. if you didn't want to do it, I mean, most people buy the wreaths. Yeah. I'm just making it a an activity because that's just who I am as a person. <laughs> so. I just want to throw this one out too. Uh, you don't, you just have one ch- child at home, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a youth pastor. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying is you entertain, you bring people into your home. Building a wreath with a bunch of teenagers. Listen, buy the wreath, Simon. Buy the wreath. Or and just, build one. Just use it as a teaching tool. Yeah. Or like when they're like, why do you have a random leaf, wreath laying on the table with candles? Put a pine cone on it. <laughs> See that pine cone? Want to know what it means? <laughs> what does the pine cone mean? I don't remember. Uh, like I there, said, I've got all this stuff written down. Is there anything on the reef that, like, that you guys can tell us, like, what, like, one of those meaningful things are? Well, yeah, sure. Well, the biggest one being the evergreen. So either using pine, using uh, holly. This is one of his favorite. Topics. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so he is a tree guy. <laughs> yes. I am a tree man. <laughs> but we're going to step back in history a little bit. Oh. For first couple centuries, you ever heard of Saint Boniface? Yes. Heard of him. I have no clue what he did. <laughs> I'm sure I've heard, I've heard of him. Okay. Yeah. So Boniface was a man that went into, I'm pretty pretty sure, the Germanic areas and evangelizing, spreading the word of God, the gospel. And the big story where he goes into uh, the groves of one of their, their major gods and he cuts down with, with an axe their big tree, their oak tree. Um, devoted to one of their gods, and he cuts it down, and he turns the wood from that tree into a church. Wow! So one of the times he he was out Talk and about recovering things, recovering <laughs> things. 
And so he comes across the, these pagans about to sacrifice this woman, and he stops them. And he spreads the word of God, and he teaches them about Christ, the only sacrifice needed, and you don't need to do it anymore. And as a symbol, he cuts off limbs of an evergreen tree and hands it to them and says, take this home, put it in your house, and let this be a symbol to you of Christ dying for you. And basically, he's alive. He is alive. There's no need to do this anymore. Wow. So we, we use it as that symbol of for a wreath, a circle, meaning you know eternity forever, but also it's green. It's evergreen. It never fades away. Mm-hmm. Um it's we also go into the tree you know why do we cut down a tree which we'll get into our christmas episode but (laughs) it symbolizes christ it symbolizes the evergreen it symbolizes the tree of life Mm. not death um it's alive and this is when we went to get our tree yesterday this was the exact conversation we had with the kids you know (laughs) so so the kid i mean every single part of the advent season you can use it as a teaching tool. You yes. can use it as just a, hey, we're going to do it just because we don't really know why. We're, it's just tradition for the sake yeah. of tradition. Or you can recover all those things and bring back the meaning and mm-hmm. teach your kids the purpose behind things. Um, and, I mean, you don't have to know all the history, but you can teach a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you want to dive in deeper, you can do that. Yeah. And really, we just want to spark just some kind of desire for that, for learning about these things even if you don't implement a lot of it this year i mean there's easy things that you can just just reminding your kids or your family or anybody in your life like hey this is about advent what is advent you know and, and just being able to do that kind of stuff and it's mm-hmm. it's deeper than the secular side of christmas and it's just there's just a lot more value well it does it, it goes beyond taking one day on christmas or even christmas eve and, and doing a christmas eve service it, it goes beyond just Having those two days of saying, "Okay, we're celebrating Jesus' birth," yeah. it's about all the all the amazing things that led up to Jesus, right? Yes. It's, it's about mm-hmm. understanding that He is the fulfillment of all these prophecies of the Old Testament, yeah. Mm-hmm. And He is why the Old Testament was written is well, to point to Him exactly, and keeping that excitement alive for for yourself, really, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, along with if you have kids, you know, but keeping that alive for yourself and realizing that you know it's kind we've kind of done to christmas we've kind of done to jesus birth the same thing we've done to john 316 we've just trampled it into the mud and stripped it of all of its meaning and when you actually pay attention you're like yeah you you pay attention and you realize how big a deal this is and how important this is and you're like oh that's what we want to revive i guess Mm -hmm. yeah well and it comes down to why is it important why put so much emphasis on this time of year? And for us, it's why that, should why Christians should? care and not have a meh attitude? Yes, mm-hmm. toward it. No, no offense, Brad. <laughs> I'm I honestly don't even know what you said. <laughs> okay, well, I, was, I, I had a thought, and I was going to try to find my. Thought. I'm so sorry to interrupt <laughs> your thinking. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry to interrupt the she thinking. She took a shot at me. And I didn't hear it, and I'm a little upset. I did not. It wasn't actually a shot. We're uh, sorry to interrupt your thinking, Brad, with your own podcast. That's true. Like, <laughs> look. <laughs> no. I want to say, too, going back to what Simon said, Simon did take a shot at me about the Scrooge thing. I love at Christmas. us? Okay, I know. Yeah. But, that's, I was going to say, that seemed yeah. very, like, it, inclusive. Uh, yeah, he, yeah he was, it did. Yeah. We're having a little Christmas, Scrooge party. But I don't like Christmas music. That's the only part of Christmas I'm not a fan of. Everything no, I else, get that. But, I like, that. Brad, you're well, not... put out some good Christian music. You're not leaving or the... Christian Christmas. <laughs> also Christian. Also. <laughs> Different topic. Brad, you're not leaving the club of, like, 
Christmas is a December holiday, though, are you? Like, I'm I'm having my own happy world here in November, not celebrating Christmas. Listen, I thought we were in this together. So traditionally, I mean, Advent I mean, time I mean. started yeah. mid-November. Yeah. So that's not back at, like, you know, mm. November 1. I'll give you that. Mm. But it was, like, November 15th was wow. really when, like, back yeah. in, you know, 4th, 5th, 6th mm-hmm. century, it would start. That would be the season. And yeah. You'd start repenting. <laughs> so come on, Simon. You really, you really Simon. got it. You got it pretty good if you're yeah. if you're narrowing it down. Just that's <laughs> true. Well, okay. So it gets into this topic of is God unchanging? Old Testament, New Testament versus now. And so, okay, we look at Old Testament. We look at when God has given His people feasts. He has given His people things to celebrate, and why. Well, right off the bat, it was, I'm going to bless you. Here is this thing that I want you to celebrate and feast. It's a Have gift. feasts. It's a gift. Now, under the law, yes, there are things you will need to do. But once Christ came, it's like, no, now it is a feast. Just enjoy the it's time. purely a gift. It is purely a gift. <laughs> if, you, if you make yourself miserable, that's your fault. <laughs> right. And so, and so looking at that, looking ahead, looking at Christmas... Um, I look at it the same way. Uh, I, God knows us. He made us. He formed us. And us not knowing his thoughts. But it's interesting that he gave us times and periods throughout the year. They had a beginning and an end. Either it was a couple days or it was a couple weeks. And it was this time is for this thing. You will feast. You will enjoy it. You will... Uh, have fellowship, so on and so forth, and then it ends, and then you move on to the next one, which is later down the road. But one, we are a people that are so easily strayed from anything. We are <laughs> distracted. distracted. Very easily we are distracted. so easily distracted. And forgetful. And so I I truly believe that the good, the true biblical Christian mindset should be Christmas is all year round. Now, not the secular version of Christmas songs and everything like that, but no, true Christmas, as in the coming of Christ, Christ being here and looking ahead to the next coming. I mean, literally, that is our entire life. It's the first and last steps in the gospel. So, I mean, it really is to be a part of our everyday, but he gave us this time to set aside for it. He is a he, like you said, Austin, he is a god of these set times and feasts and celebrations, and he's a god of anniversaries. He re- he wants you to remember these things yearly. I mean, yes, he didn't say like, "Here, go out and celebrate this Passover and then be done," right? And like, never do it again. Do this every, every year, year <laughs> until the end of the age, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we look at Christmas the same way. There is this time that has been set aside by our our church fathers, our early church fathers. And, and it was good. It was a time that we set aside to truly emphasize the coming of Christ, both of them, and where, where we can dive in and teach people this. And so it is a very good thing. So what are some ways we can screw it up and <laughs> not honor God in it? Oh, man, where do we start? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, um, one of the ways that we can not honor God is completely not celebrating mm. completely yeah. saying this this is a pagan thing i'm, I'm not going to have anything to do with it i uh, i do believe that that is that is a very sad thing mm-hmm. uh, we we've been given mm-hmm. a gift 
at the end of the day, Christ. At, at best, it's a missed opportunity by those people. Exactly. Yes. Um, talking about the evangelism side of Christmas, yes. like a missed blessing too. Yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, like you're missing out on a lot of joy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, at worst, like you could be like teaching your family not to celebrate important milestones of the Bible. Yes. Um, like I don't know the. Most time I spend in Luke chapters one through like four and Matthew one and two and yeah. three is like during Christmas time. Yeah. Right. It's it's very weird how rarely you revisit those t- those scriptures and you're like, these are great. These are yes. so rich. Yeah. These are so it's amazing. Beautiful. One of the keys yeah. to our faith. Yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> like it's of course, if you don't celebrate Christmas, you have a charge to now read those and, and mark them as important throughout the year at different points and hopefully you're doing that but it's so great to get it thrown in your face and and have these these passages that you remember during christmas well, i mean one yeah. of the most consequential verses of the bible is luke two eleven, mm. right that says for unto us is born this day in the city of david a savior who is christ the lord mm-hmm. that's yes. one of the most consequential verses in the entirety of the bible if and that's again, not true our entire faith is wrecked exactly mm. and talking about good christmas movies i can only hear linus saying that <laughs> and so there's another yeah. secular way of that getting through so yeah yeah, yeah. because austin's exactly <laughs> right that's exactly what i was kind of thinking when i was thinking through this is the most consequential verse yeah, yeah. is because if that doesn't happen we're Every, sunk. Th- this is useless. Like <laughs> there this is, is no purpose for us here on earth. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I guess the point is, it's very important for Christians. It's very, <laughs> very important to not uh, bail on this and not not miss this. It's it's kind of like Sabbath. You know, that is a gift for us. And mm-hmm. if you neglect it, that's that's your loss. But it's also probably the loss of multiple people in yeah. different right. ways. But that's a different topic, which will be. Well, and, and can it I hit is. one of the big the big pitfalls that um, a lot of Christmas haters get <laughs> get into, and especially women during this time of year, yeah. um, and that's just having a I don't even know what the words are for it, but having that dreadful mentality of mm. I you know I have to do all this work, I have to mm. serve all these people, and blah 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 bah humbug clean, like gotta, cook, gotta clean yeah, yeah i gotta yeah. do lights and Anxiety decorate and, and, and i don't have a lot of help and you what know, is this I, gonna I do it, to my bank account yeah and yes. are my pictures gonna look as good as such and such and yeah. just there's so much um that we put on ourselves that we don't have to and mm-hmm. if you're going to I, I you said it in the thanksgiving episode just don't do it don't even there's mm-hmm. no yeah. point i mean i go to the scripture proverbs 15 um really just reading a lot of those proverbs would apply to this, but um, 17 through 18 says, better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fatted calf with hatred. And that's really big for moms who are preparing these meals. You could make this elaborate, beautiful spread. And if you've been yelling the whole time, making all the kids get out of the kitchen or, you know, not letting them make noise and those kinds of things, then you, you're not, doing it with the right heart first of all and you're not giving them the joy or the memories or any of that that should be there um and then the next verse says a wrathful man stirs up strife but he who is slow to anger allays contention you know and again (laughs) what do we talk about a lot of times when we have these holiday gatherings it's like oh all the the family strife (laughs) and you know oh don't talk about don't talk about politics and religion well guess what christmas is a foundational part of religion. This is when you can practice 
self-control that you wouldn't have to practice any other time throughout the year. Mm -hmm. This is when you can practice grace. This is when, as a parent, your child acts up throughout the Advent season and you're tempted to say, okay, fine, we're not going to do our Advent activity tonight. You're not going to yeah. get to go look at Christmas lights or mm. you're not going to get to, you know, make the cookies or whatever. And it's, well, that's and, a and quick and easy. we do small gifts. We do we, small Advent every gifts. Now, yeah. For some of the nights, there's like a small gift, like an ornament or something like that that yeah. is a big deal to them. Um, but, but a lot of us get tempted to say, I mean, most of us probably grew up with parents who were like, okay, you're going to lose this. And, Santa and it's like, coming this year. We are actually against this. We, yeah. we've, we've done it in the past, but we are against it because this is an opportunity to show that grace and show, show that generosity without all the strings attached. Mm. It's not, hey, you have to act. Earn a reward. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. You don't have to act a certain way. We're like, this is an opportunity to teach actual Our grace. theology. <laughs> exactly. To yeah. live it out and say, you, this is not by works. <laughs> you know, you did something bad, you're going to get disciplined, but we're not taking this away. You know, mm -hmm. like you'll yes. get whatever disciplining that you would normally get, but we're not going to resort to that. Yeah. Um, so it's just a really, really good way to discipline yourself as a parent, as a child, you know, honoring your parents and um, just whatever place in life that you are, it's an opportunity to look outward and, and, that's one of the things I hate the most about all the secular Christmas stuff is, you know, oh, the Christmas spirit makes you be giving. It's a time of giving and yeah, yada, yada, of, yada. Well, it's yeah. like, no, it's the Holy Spirit. It is Christ who makes this a time mm -hmm. of giving. And, it, you know, I don't, I don't want to know I'm not against the giving. <laughs> right. It's, I'm not against the giving. I'm against their source for the giving mm. and their reason for it. It's like, I guess if you're meaning the Holy Spirit, then yeah, it's the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Well, it, that's honestly my favorite part of Christmas time is giving. Is yes. being able to. Yes. To find the perfect gift that you're like, yeah. You know someone's going to be excited. This person will love this. Yeah. yeah. I got yeah. this because I saw it. I'm like, I, this. This is you. I thought of you immediately when yes. I saw this or was thinking through what to get. I, I didn't I get you anything because I didn't think. Yeah, didn't but. think of you. <laughs> Oh, that's here, a, that's right, a good here's excuse. The, here's the gift card because I didn't really think of you, but I thought right. I had to get you something. Listen, Brad. You like Taco okay. Bell. I don't like Taco Bell. <laughs> I didn't want to bring you a 10-day-old taco. <laughs> right. So I bought, I bought you a $5 gift card. Right. There you go. Yeah. I feel like this is a good time to just say I've been trying to figure out what to get uh, for us to get Brad for Christmas. And I'm true. not sure. So We're um, still looking. Do, We're if you sure. don't get Brad anything, don't take it as... That we haven't thought about it. We've <laughs> overthought about the, it. Our safety net, our safety net is a bottle of bourbon. That's yeah, but Brad has to be. We don't want to do our safety net. You yeah. have to be the single easiest person to buy gifts for. I think. But I don't I'm want very just. Easy to please. I, yeah, but I want Emily something that's a lot of. Fun. I know what gifts to get Brad <laughs> way before I know how to get what to give up for my wife. That's her. I can Easily. help you. Like, I could tell you 10 things off the top of my head to get for her. Please tell me what to get my wife for Christmas. <laughs> like, Brad, Brad wears literally what he wants on his sleeves. Like, <laughs> both his sleeves. Christ. Yeah. Like, a tree. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But the easiest one to shop. For. I'll get you a lion and a lamb. There you go. There you go. Oh, man. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> We'll end up a on real one. Oh, okay. Say we'll end up what? on a Netflix documentary. There, I was gonna say, yeah. Brad, I got you a line in a lamb. But it just turns into a really a big line. 
Here, here is... We're still Earthside. <laughs> Symbolism. Symbolism. This is why you shouldn't have had me here. I don't, it's fine. It's we've fine. gone way too far. No, no. What's the best gift uh, you've ever gotten in Austin? Best gift I've ever gotten off Austin? Yeah. I can tell you right off the top of my head. It was meet and greets with Stephen Curtis Chapman. Whoa, that's a great that's awesome. gift. It was the coolest gift. And yeah. he didn't understand it, even when he... Because I, I, I did not. I had to wait. I, I wrapped it up in several different layers for Christmas in different boxes. I just put a note in each one, and one was like the tickets. And right. he was like, "Oh my goodness, cool! You know, it's really cool." And and then one of and then finally there was one where I wrote a letter, and it said something about meeting him. But he only read half the letter, and oh. so he didn't. Because our kids, our kids were <gasps> opening I, gifts, I and we were in the middle of and everything. I was like, he didn't care. I was like, he doesn't, he doesn't care. I read that he gets half. I'm like, him? all right, cool. I'll read the rest later. You know, our kids are opening gifts, and we got to go. So, Austin, did you open it? And there wasn't any cash, so you just were like, okay, <laughs> well, that goes over there. All the cash comes from him anyway. <laughs> oh, this is my money. Thank you. <laughs> been saving, been saving my grocery budget for you. <laughs> I can't That's wait to. Why we had ramen noodles for a week, right? Yeah. No, right. but I, I gave him this look. I'm like. I'm staring at him for like 10 minutes and I'm like, you don't really care? <laughs> and like, I recorded the whole why, thing. Why are you staring at me? Babe? I was like, did you read the letter? And he's like, yeah. And I was oh like, God, I read like half, halfway through it. And I was like, yeah. read the whole thing. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, then he read it and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. I got to hug the man. Isn't that cool? Wow. He signed his yeah. ukulele. And that too. It was it was pretty cool. We got pictures. Of Wait, him. he signed your ukulele. My he ukulele. signed Austin's okay. ukulele. No, Stephen asked. For Austin. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded for a second like you signed. Stephen's he ukulele. knew I was gonna be a big thing. <laughs> I think he you're knew gonna, I think you're gonna have a podcast exists. someday. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So any uh, any anything that we haven't really touched on for Advent, anything that you want to kind of wrap up. So to speak, with I mean, there's about a thousand things for Christmas, so Which we, we were trying to we, right. Yeah, we, we were, were trying, trying to yeah. keep it separate. Otherwise, this could go for three hours. That's true. Which it might cool. have already. I don't know. Hour and nine minutes, actually, relatively. Oh, short. okay, that's good for a yeah. me podcast. I usually put these about half hour over. <laughs> well, then let's keep going. If yeah, we have time, yeah. <laughs> we have time. Uh, I'm not paying for babysitting right now. Are you paying for babysitting? <laughs> I'm not either. Uh, great. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Now, so, and it is very cool looking at the last Sunday, looking at the time where we will get, it is cool because we're going to be able to go to church on Sunday, on Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is on the Lord's Day this On year, the Lord's so Day. And so we, I mean, yes, we get into the scripture of do not make any day more important than another. And you're, yes, to a point of where... There but that's is still... also a verse taken out of context yes, a lot, it is. so it let's is. be careful there. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> also so, a different topic, yeah. we, especially by it... certain uh, sects. Anyway, we'll go on. <laughs> <laughs> so making it very purposeful. So one, do, doing feasts on each week, um, definitely this Advent season. I mean, we, we're trying to d- get better for Sabbath anyway. But especially for Christmas, um, we're we're gonna try to get get pretty big this year to make it joyful. He's talking make, meal wise, like meal big wise. meals and yeah. things like that. Yes, good food, sugary food, 
Good stuff. Mm. Because we don't normally have good we food. We don't. Well, okay. That's not true. <laughs> I'm kidding. Maybe we'll make we another... actually normally have good food. You're talking about fancy more junky food. Extra, extra. No, no, not no. even fancy junky food. food. No, fancy. Well, yeah, we'll be baking more, okay. so there will be a lot more. We'll sugar. make a, an extra yeah. plate of baklava, maybe. There you go. I don't think that's. What I think it's you a great idea. Need. I mean, go ahead. <laughs> like we made two giant casserole dishes of baklava. If you don't know what it is, look it up. It's amazing. Don't look it up. Just have some. Make some. Whatever. But don't look it up. Just make it. Just <laughs> off of pure instinct. Holy yes. spirit guided. Guess what what it is. think goes into baklava? <laughs> what does it sound it like It is whatever it is. It's your truth. Austin, I just made a butter casserole. I don't know what to do with this. Bark lava. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so bring yeah, in, bring in this back. Yeah, butter cooking sounds good, actually, too. <laughs> bring in this back. Honestly. Um, Advent season. It is preparing us for the arrival of Christ. Both times. It is, we're preparing and we're remembering 2,000 years ago, Christ came as a baby. The most the, the most helpless thing on the planet, a human child. So humble. So humble. And from there, he brought peace and goodwill towards men. And he came and de- defeated death. And he, can, he defeated sin and everything will be made right. Because of him coming. And because of his second coming. The completion. The completion. So remember remember the whole point of this. Hmm. Do not get caught up in infantile ways. Do not get caught up in meaningless things. Well, and just I'm going to throw something out. If you, go don't, don't get caught up in watching the Jim Carrey <laughs> Grinch Christmas. Oh, when you can watch the Benedict Cumberbatch, <laughs> right? Better options. Not as, not as crude and crass, but it's fine. It's yeah. Well, to sum it all up, and pretty much to sum up everything in your whole entire podcast history forever, Ever. all and, and for the future, and for basically everything, I just give the two greatest commandments. No, but seriously, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, the whole point is Christians should be doing everything with purpose. Yes, mm. and the purpose. I mean, not yeah. just. Make your own purpose. Like you can't pick it. You can't pick it. We already have. It's purpose. been made already. Yeah. So just remember that for yourself. If you have kids, for your kids, for anyone. I mean, we're in contact with people all the time. Yeah. So just everything has purpose. Remember when you're in the kitchen cooking, do it with a joyful heart. Yeah. When you're in there watching sports or just hanging yeah. out, whatever. Yeah. Just. Do everything with purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's make the most simple. of every opportunity. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and make it biblical. Just take yeah. everything back to Christ. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And looking past when we, we no longer have kids in our home, we still plan. It's on not doing, dependent on. Kids. We plan on doing all of this. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. We might get you know. You not, might buy a wreath instead. Well, and and not oh, no. only that, this ties no. into. I'm tree trimming for the rest of my life. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> This ties into Titus 2, because once we don't have mm. kids, we teach other younger people to yes. do these mm-hmm. things. We come alongside them. We can help them. We can be in their home. They can be in our home. However that needs to be, We, uh, our prayer is that we transition into that gracefully and that we don't do it kicking and screaming like, oh, I just want my kids. You know, I'm going to be miserable now because my kids are out of the house and I'm going to try to like leech off of them type, like just keep that alive. Um, we want to do that gracefully and we yeah. want to be able to... Um, teach other women in the church teach other men in the church and and pass those things on and that's how 
rich tradition gets passed on. Yeah. Yes. And so we want to keep that, but always keeping the purpose because tradition for the sake of tradition is where we get a lot of these problems. <laughs> and so. it, it's such a great reminder because, I mean, it's so cliche, but in the West, how commercialized Christian, or Christian, how commercialized Christmas has become. And yes. Christianity. And Both. Christianity. Both. Yeah, right. Yes. You're actually right. Buy it all. <laughs> it, it's, it's so easy to lose the tradition. It's so easy yes. to lose what it's, Advent really is especially and what it means. Especially when you season. see a $5 box of advent calendar chocolates on every right. store shelf. It's easy. <laughs> I think, or like socks. They have like sock. I saw that in the I store I would like yesterday. just keep the advent chocolate. I think it's more on the parents to work that into it. Don't you agree, Brad? <laughs> Listen, work the chocolate back get in. Get your Find own chocolate yeah. and just do it yourself. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. It, chocolate it, candles. A little more effort. Chocolate candles. Chocolate what candles. Comes down that's to. a fire hazard. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Put them out quick. Yeah. What it, and what it comes down to is... Okay, you go to the store and pick up the advent calendar with the chocolates. It's easy. It's quick. You don't have to put any thought, any time. No purpose. No purpose. And kids, right. and by the, the kids are going to be excited by the chocolate, not the advent. It, exactly. Like, yeah, that's that's exactly the purpose. Right. Exactly. Well, and, yeah. and for us, you know, I mentioned briefly just having activities. You know, we're going to have an activity every night or, a, you know, some kind of something. I mean, yes. even if it's coloring a, mm -hmm. an advent picture, whatever it is yeah. Yeah. Um, for young kids. But that's the... That's like the cherry on top. That's the mm -hmm. sprinkle. That's not the whole point. Yeah. And a lot of secular people will do Advent unknowingly just because they find these cool things. We're like, oh, we can do something fun every night. It's like, great. <laughs> but like, there's a whole lot that goes with that yeah. if yeah. you want to do it yeah. correct. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and as the father, as the man, it takes time. It takes mm -hmm. time. Yeah, there's a lot of prep. To devote into preparing for knowing exactly what you're going to be reading every night and discussing it with your children and preparing all this for an entire month. I mean, just preparing for the podcast, yeah. it takes time and effort. And we prepare, we put a lot of effort into this. And doing that for an entire Christmas season, it's very important. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and these are things that, every, everything that we've talked about is going to result in eternal rewards. Yes. You know, uh, like I talked about all the self-discipline aspects of it, but doing these spiritual things, prepping all of these things for the little souls that we're raising in our homes, you know, that's a big deal, <laughs> you know, and for the people that come into your house, Simon, the, you know, any of your youth kids or just, just entertaining anybody. I mean, anyone we have, we should be looking at the eternal aspect of it. Yeah, for sure. And that goes past like Christmas. Like, oh, exactly. Like, yeah. is is every gathering purposeful for you? Is every yes. gathering uh, with family purposeful? Is every gathering at your house purposeful? I think my wife asked me one time, like, and, and we haven't done this great, but we've done it okay. Like, every time people come over to our house, can we have a prayer time with them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and and that'd be a great thing. Like, don't just create traditions for holidays, but create traditions in your house past holidays. Yes. Like. Yes. Uh, I've had well, friends that like on game, I have a friend per personally that, that we would do game nights at his house and he would stop the night and we would take communion together because he's mm -hmm. like, the Bible says take communion every time you gather. So we're going to do this on game nights. We're going to do this on movie nights. Like if we, if you come to my house, this is something we're doing. It's like, you can create tradition. Like it's not tradition for 
sacred tradition. It's tradition for the sake of purpose. Well, and I yes. would even yeah. go further than saying it's just a tradition. I think you're building a culture within your home. Culture, and this is, yeah. This is the type of culture that you yeah. want. And you're, right. especially for those of us who are early in parenting, we mm. can, we have so much more opportunity to kind right. of plan mm-hmm. out the kind mm-hmm. of culture that we want to build and just prep yeah. for that, planning for that on a spiritual level, you know, mm-hmm. filling our mind with those kinds yeah. of things and pouring over scripture and the scriptures that are mm-hmm. going to help drive those things yeah. home. That's, that's the big deal. <laughs> You're not going to be able to start some of these with your 14 year old. They're going to be like, yeah, I'm not, well, I'm not and there's wasting always every single night of the yes. week right. doing this. Like, right. like you start them young and this is something yes. that they're going to love right. when they're 14 yes. versus like, trying to to correct later on in your life like it's gonna be more yeah. difficult so yeah it's, it's possible Doable, with christ but it's, yeah. but it's exactly. not gonna be easy yes. <laughs> and yeah don't take that as we're saying if you have a 14 year old don't even worry about it yeah. no, no no wherever you are wherever in life. you are in life <laughs> yeah. do it even if you have a 17 year old mm-hmm. yes you won't be able to sit down and do a lot of a lot of these things but you start small and you mm-hmm. incorporate it as much and as you and can. it'll help you realize just how much we are going to have to rely on god and his mm-hmm. strength yeah. we all do but some of us are going to notice it easier when you have teenagers yeah. like yeah. that so yeah that's that's pretty much it that's all we've yeah. got awesome for, awesome. for now. For now, yeah. So, you know. There's like a five-hour Christmas episode coming up, guys. Like, it, it might be, be a two- or three-part. <laughs> yeah. I might am be a so long for way. it. Yeah. Like, I'm, you guys are like, yeah, and all this stuff that we're talking about, we're going to talk about more. And I'm, like, every single sentence ended with them. Pretty like, much. All right, guys. Y'all, well, y'all because some of this, a lot, most of it overlaps. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, all it Christmas does. Advent together. <laughs> right. So. And so I'm excited to get into that. And, and, and like I said, this was such a great reminder or even a, a, a learning moment for those of us who haven't had a lot of experience with Advent um, to keep the main thing the main thing mm-hmm. and to do things with a purpose. I mean, yes, you know, we give gifts and we, we get together and we watch funny Christmas movies or we exchange goofy gifts, uh, white elephant stuff. like Which is but, fun. Which is fun. <laughs> and, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's all, it's a part of it. But what's the purpose behind yeah. it? And, and yes. what are you doing to make sure you're keeping the main thing, the main thing? Yeah. yeah. And, and, but do those things to make it fun. Do those yeah. things that leave memories. I have a penguin. It's um, really cool. <laughs> uh, what, what, a penguin pitcher. It's a, it's uh, a martini Martini shaker. Shaker. Yeah. Yes. Um, from our last <laughs> White Elephant Gathering, uh, which is pretty awesome. It's, it's up in my Right but this is still... how easy it is to shop for Brad. <laughs> <laughs> but Please, you... viewers, send him any junk, and he's gonna be like, "This is so great." Listen, it was it was extra cool because there was a twenty dollar bill in the beak. Um, there was, was a bill in the bill. There was a bill exactly. in the bill. Is it called a bill on a penguin? I don't know. look it up. Anyway, I'll I'll work. Work. So, <laughs> so um, Simon. Emily, thank you guys for coming mm-hmm. on. This was a lot of fun. Always fun. To when have does you Emily and... become a friend? Uh, she's like not even a friend. She's just okay. relations. But she's a guest okay. right now. She's relations. All right. She's my wife. We're one. One day, Emily, on your like seventh time, I'll hand off the baton <laughs> of friendship to the podcast. <laughs> so Simon gets to be a friend, and I don't. No, that's we're, what I, we're I don't one. understand this. We are one. <laughs> like just because I'm part of the podcast. So I'm, you're so a host. You. This is great. So actually, it's my podcast, really. And Welcome you guys to the Emily Lou podcast. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> you guys are all. Guests. This just got super deep. I didn't even realize. 
Well, Actually, I think I'm going to go solo back. from here on, guys. Like, it's been a great just being fi- part of the band. But, <laughs> she just know. fired all three of us. She does. She has to work on her solo career. Well, it was awesome having you on. Um, thank you for, for doing that. Thank you for putting in the effort mm-hmm. to, to Yeah, thanks for listening to my annoying recorded voice. That's, that's I, I'm going to go out and I'm going to say it's, it's beautiful. not annoying. Good, um, good answer. <laughs> I will let you know after I edit this. Don't, no. don't tell me. <laughs> we'll just listen to it later. Yeah. So, no, I probably won't. <laughs> no offense. Honestly, I don't listen either. You at least have to But I have it. to listen to edit. You have to listen. To I'm edit. counting on you. Yeah, but anyway. I do uh, listen to your podcast, Brad. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Me, me, me too. Austin and I, we listen to <laughs> it. Too. Yeah. Well, to the, be fair. The two pet patrons. <laughs> well, no. To be fair, I listen. And you better not be paying money, babe, to this no, yeah. no. Okay. I listen. I listen twice. I listen when we record, and I listen when I edit. You listen twice. You listen when we record, and then the edited version. It's true. Of it, it's so. true. Yeah. Um, it's anyway. just. It's just interesting being on this side of it because I see all the hand motions that go on oh, that you don't see, and I'm like, I feel like there's so, a lot of context lost mm. without seeing the hand motions. <laughs> so much talking with your hands. Twenty twenty seven video recordings, guys. It's coming. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, we have a YouTube channel. I know, yeah. YouTube channel that I can't it's the figure first out step. how to put. Does it work? Maybe once we get into a spot where we won't be moving different locations to record all right. the time, yeah. uh, maybe. maybe. 2027, we're going to we're gonna have it built up. We're gonna, it will be huge. We're going to be rolling in the dough. So. It's important. <laughs> anyway. Because we have 200,000 Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> That's not true. I don't want to lie on live TV. We don't lie. <laughs> anyway, um, so next week, First Timothy one. Yes. Next the week sure. after that, First Timothy two. But how can so you talk? We this? have planned. I did look at the count the schedule this time before opening my mouth, <laughs> as opposed to last week. The Christmas episode should be coming out the twenty first of December. Correct. Correct. So look forward to that. So that'll one. be awesome. Are you joining us for that one as well? I don't know. I, I was only told like right before this that I was joining for this. Okay. One. What's last night? That wasn't <laughs> last night. What are you talking about? No. No. And well. thank you guys for listening. <laughs> well, next we will we will have you back on hopefully for the Christmas episode because I, I think it's another one that you seem pretty passionate about. So. Oh, I'm not be- passionate about anything. Actually, no, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I was trying not. We'll just cut that out. Can we edit that out? I, I mean, I can. Forgive me, everyone, for the sarcasm. I'm working on it. Um, I love it. So, anyway, uh, read First Timothy chapter one this week again. Again, again. do it every yeah, day totally for seven more time. days. So you'll have it. Uh, you'll have read it 14 times, hopefully. And what color candle are we supposed to light this week? It'll be a purple one. But I mean, yeah, okay, if great. you don't have them, just use regular white ones. That's true. <laughs> I mean. Are they all you purple know. except the pink and the white? Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, three, three purple. That's so easy. One pink, one, one white. white. And the white is a newer tradition, but I really like it because okay. it's Christ. So. It's well, great. because we'll, we'll light it the, the first on December 4th. Shouldn't it right. be like a brownish because it's Christ? I mean, it's, it's Middle it's Eastern. It's purity. Uh, We're not purity. talking about... We are not talking skin color. Purity. <laughs> right. Snow. My bad. Well, you, you had to go there. My bad. Oh. Man, we are not. We'll save that for the Christmas episode. (laughs) (laughs) So, anywho, anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Like I said, give us a five star review on Apple if you get a chance. Um, Like, subscribe, follow us on all social medias. Send us an email, rootedinlogospod at gmail.com. 
Yes, I'm losing my breath because I can hardly breathe, but that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we will see you guys next week. First Timothy chapter one. Stop. <laughs> Funny, but stop. <laughs> In the meantime, stay, stay rooted, rooted, potatoes. No.